Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 657, 657. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're both free, including the postage and handling. I've got music, letters, and a very powerful message from the Lord showing you how the deception that Satan has devised to blot out from everyone's mind on earth the true plan of salvation and also where the saved of the Lord will spend eternity and where the lost will spend eternity. Right now, let's uh, pray. Father, I pray that you will uh, be able uh, to use me, that my flesh will be totally mortified so that everything that comes out of my mouth will be directly from you. Lord, let souls be saved. Let the uh, body of Christ, which is the only true church on earth, you are the true church. You're the head, and your body is the actual church. Lord, block every power of darkness. Destroy every uh, satanic thing that he says. Um... This is why uh, you want us to preach the gospel, is to uncover the plan of salvation which he so desperately wants to hide. Lord, block everything, every road of his, every uh, plan of his, destroy it, rebuke it, and Lord, open up major doors for us, all the major doors. Open them all up, Father God. Heal all your servants throughout the world. Lord, uh, give hope to every one of your people and all the people that are going to be your people in the world. In Jesus' name I pray. And everyone says, Amen. Amen. All right, so uh, we're doing that so that, uh, you know, that when the role is called up yonder, the role of all the believers, not those whose names have been blotted out of the book of life, but when the role is called up yonder, I'll be there. This is myself with J.D. Sumner and the Sam's singing it for you. When the trumpet of the Lord shall summon, time shall be no more. And the morning breaks eternal bright and fair. When the saved of earth shall gather over on the other shore. And the role is called up yonder, I'll be there. Well, when the roll is called beyond, 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 I'll be there. On that bright and cloudless morning when the dead in Christ shall rise and the glory of his resurrection share. When his chosen ones shall gather to their home beyond the skies, and the roll is called beyond the I'll be there. Well, when the roll is called beyond, 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 I'll be there. Let us labor for the master from the dawn to setting sun. Let us talk of all his wondrous love and care. Then when all of life is over and our work on earth is done, and the roll is called to be under, I'll be there. Well, when the roll is called to be under, I'll be there. 
under when the road is called to be under. Oh, when the road is called to be under. When the road is called to be under, I'll be there. Well, when the road is called to be under. Well, when the road is called to be under. Well, when the road is called to be under. When the road is called to be under, I'll be there. Okay, praise the Lord. We have some letters today. Where's the first one from, Michelle? Amarillo, Texas. Amarillo, okay, yeah. We go witnessing there a lot. We're everywhere. If you don't go to church, we're going to bring the church to you. We've been doing that for going on 44 years now. And my wife, uh, this late wife, Susie, had been bringing the gospel to people 25 years before that. So, uh, you know, we've been straightening out the Bible into the minds of people in the world for a good many years. You put uh, 44 plus 25 on there, and that's quite a bit. Amen? Okay, then let's hear what uh, they say. Dear Tony Alamo, in my daily prayers, as I pray for all my brothers and sisters in the church and its pastor, Tony Alamo, who leads God's army in the last days, I ask the Lord to especially bless the church in Saugus, California. This is where I met my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is where I met Tony Alamo. It is where I met God's chosen, where I was baptized by the Holy Spirit. Last time I was there, we were having to hold services in Echo Park, not holding them in the church in Canyon Country. Sunday at work, I found a newsletter, Tony Lamo Christian Ministries World Newsletter, New Jerusalem Churches Worldwide, April through June 2003 volume. God put this newsletter there for me. I read every word and praise God for you, Tony, and the church, and all who are doing God's work. On the back of the newsletter, I read where services were being held again in Saugus. My spirit was riveted when I called the number and spoke with Barbara, who encouraged me in the Lord and also to write this letter. My heart has been racing ever since the phone call. All glory be to God and His Son, Jesus Christ, who answers prayers. I am surrounded by people who know not God, people who think happiness and success is in how much money you have. Such things I have no need of. I know what happiness is and where to find it. I learned this at the church. Jesus is opening my eyes to more and more of the Word every time I read the Bible. For truly these are the last days. I see the world falling apart all around me. But praise God for salvation and the truth and the light and the way. I would like to come home, back to the church, back to the only ones who ever really cared for me. I will continue to do the things you taught me out of the word of God. May you all ride upon the wings of the wind, surrounded in the power, strength, truth, and grace of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. In your newsletter with a picture of you, Sonny and Mary Bono, John and John Gary Peeler, on the front on page 11, you speak of how the one world satanic-powered media, the propagandists, stand before God on Judgment Day. In the book of Psalms, chapter 1, verse 5, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Again, in uh, that's uh, right there. Sinners shall not stand in the congregation of the righteous. It tells us, don't 
led people that say they're saved and that they're just messing up terribly in the church don't let them stand in the congregation of the saints uh, the 11th chapter of the book of Revelation tells John and also us to measure the people in the world to see if they be really born again of the spirit and that they're not plants. Alberto Rivera became a very good friend of mine. He stayed at our house uh, and he uh, we had long discussions about the different ways that he uh, was next to the Pope in the Vatican and he would tell me that what the Vatican does and the Jesuits is they uh, infiltrate churches and they go in there to pour, uh, to, to undermine it. They plug up the toilets. They uh, mess up uh, the vehicles by putting sand in the gas tanks, all kinds of different things they do. And they spread disease in the church. They're, uh, and they're every church that really is of the Lord, they have a lot of Jesuits in them. They also would bring uh, young women into the church and they'd wear very scanty clothing and introduce them to the pastor. And the pastor, weak, weak pastors would just uh, wind up committing adultery with them. And so people really have to be careful because Satan wants to obscure uh, and to destroy the plan of salvation. And he's got it down uh, to a science. It's uh, one of the biggest satanic sciences in the world. Uh, the Vatican is, um, we're not to allow those people to stand in the congregation with us. I see them clipping wires on uh, cars or on our uh, septic tanks in areas that we don't have city water. I put them out, I asked them to leave, and not only ask them to, I, for, I definitely tell them to, they have to leave, and they do. They know what they are doing, and they know that they don't realize how much uh, education I have uh, involved in um, the Lord and the Antichrist is, is Satan's work here on earth. I know very well what they're doing. Um, so uh, that's what that means. Read that scripture again. The ungodly shall not stand in the judgment. Okay. That means that when you can't stand, they're going to fall at judgment. They're going to fall into hell. Okay, that's the first part of that. This man wants me to uh, teach him what these scriptures mean. They cannot stand in judgment. Well, those that are godly will stand tall. The others will not stand at all. They'll be the Lord will tell them, "Depart from me, you wicked, into the everlasting fire, into everlasting hell." So they shall not stand when judgment comes. They are bold. They've been sent strong delusions to make uh, their, uh, they, God sent them strong delusions to make them believe a lie. 
but they're going to find out that they have been believing a lie and judgment. They shall not stand, nor shall they enter the gates of heaven. Then what? The last part of it. Nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. And the sinners shall not stand in the congregation of the righteous here on earth, nor will they be in the congregation of the righteous in heaven. They will not be there. They'll be gone, and we won't even miss them. We won't even remember them. Take, for instance, if you have uh, people that you love, uh, your sons, your daughters, and they decide that they don't want to serve the Lord. They may get saved, but then they turn back into the world, and you're grieving, but all memory of them will be taken out of your mind in heaven. You will never even think of them at all because there is no such thing as sorrow in heaven. You will not sorrow over them. If they're in hell, you will never remember them. God takes all memory of them out of your mind. Okay, then what? Again, in Psalm chapter 5, verse 5, the foolish shall not stand in thy sight. Okay, right, because the foolish... A fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Read it again. The foolish shall not stand in thy sight. So, you know, if they were going to stand in the Lord's sight, that means that they'll be with him forever in heaven. But they will not stand in his sight because he will cast them into hell. Because they didn't believe that the Lord existed. Therefore, they had no faith. They never sought for him. They never searched the Bible uh, for him. And therefore, they will not stand in his sight, but they will be in hell. They will not stand with the Lord. Only the righteous will. Then what? Would you explain the meaning of these verses? Praise God, Bob Graham from Amarillo, Texas. All right, and uh, you're welcome back, Bob, if you'd like to come back. All right, do we have another letter? Yes, from Lome, Togo, Africa. All right, let's hear it. Dear Pastor Tony Alamo, at this time I just want to greet you fraternally. I just read your world newsletter. It is extraordinary to have pastors like this in the world for everyone to learn of all the depth that you have spiritually. Dear Pastor, your word has really touched me and has changed many things in my life. I pray to God that he will give you the wisdom to win lost souls throughout the world. My pastor, as an assistant in the Togolese National Police Force, I humbly pray that you will send me some French Holy Bibles, your literature, and the world newsletters for free distribution in our military barracks so that with your gifts all the military personnel will give their lives to Christ. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, and it shall accomplish that which I please. In hopes that you read this soon, receive my anticipated thanks, and my best wishes, your brother in the Lord, Kovi Gabin, from Lome, Togo, Africa. Praise the Lord. That also, now that means whenever you hear the word of the Lord, if you're of the Lord, you're going to receive his word 
just like a magnet. It's going to be magnified in you. It's going to hit your heart. It's going to smite it. It's going to open your heart. It's going to circumcise your heart, your spirit, and you're going to... Uh, it's going to bring forth fruit, just like seed when it's planted in the ground and it's watered, brings forth fruit. The Word of God is like dew. It's like moisture, heavenly moisture, full of life and power. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now then, um, Satan, yes, it's absolutely true that he hates. He hated and he hates the plan of salvation that was set up for mankind. All those who peopled the earth were on their way to hell. Everyone that had children and the children had children, they're on their way to hell unless the plan, unless God had devised a plan for us to escape hell in the lake of fire. This plan is called salvation or redemption was presented properly in great detail by concerned saved ones who had, they've already found the way, the truth, and the life. God knows those that are merciful. For the merciful concern themselves um, with other souls. They're concerned about other souls who are mystified at how to obtain redemption. They have no idea. Actually, people have been in this church, and they said they sat in churches for years, and they still didn't know what salvation was. And it became, so this became Satan's mission on earth to confuse the simplicity of salvation. Uh, the simplicity of the gospel, the truth, the simplicity of truth. Uh, the most of the people are so filled full of lies that they, uh, when truth, uh, comes their way, they say it's too simple. I don't understand it. Uh, now, uh, he had been successful in winning the world. In the first place, as Satan had, uh, by his lies, his satanic deception, he lied to Eve. She believed it. Uh, then Eve went to Adam and told him uh, the plan of destruction, and he believed that it was the plan of life. Um so he disguised himself to Eve as an angel of light. To further Satan's success, he must, and this is very important to him, he must have a church. It's actually a satanic, it has to be the world's biggest satanic cult, but he builds it to where it looks like a church to those that are deceived. And this church will teach everyone that Satan is God. In other words, that a man, 
that is teaching false doctrine that this man is God. Now, to just give you a little idea, when the Pope was here just recently, he um, he told uh, the people in Washington, of course, the UN opened their doors to him very quickly because he's the head of the UN. The President of the United States went to meet him because the President's very life depends on this uh, devil, the Pope. The Vatican officials in charge of reviewing sexual abuse claims, um, these sexual abuse claims against clergy, uh, worldwide, tens of thousands of little children have been abused by these satanic beings that are here on earth that are uh, hid and held uh, without any reprimanding by the Pope. Worldwide, uh, sexual abuse, worldwide, on Friday, that the church was uh, considering changes to canon law governing the handling of such cases. In other words, what the devil is saying here, and this is truly the devil, uh, that we are not subject to civil power. This is what it says in the canon law. And that we'll handle our own child abuse cases without any interference from civil government. Well, uh, we, um, there is, the only government that really is true government is the government of God. So that shows that they are trying to say, these people, if it were truly the government of God, they would uh, put these people to death. Or they would certainly have immediately put them out of the church. Now, going back to the Old Testament, they'd be put to death. But uh, in this particular day and age, in the New Testament, we put them out of the church. But they're considering that. Uh, they can't very well put them out of the church because they'd have to put their self out of the, quote, church, unquote. But the Lord Jesus says, will Satan cast out Satan? Absolutely not. So what you're viewing, folks, in this world today is the satanic cult will not cast these people out of their cult. So they're going to make some changes in their canon law governing the handling of such cases of uh, making little boys have oral and anal sex with these old men. They also, canon law, which is, got, is actually running the civil government, is now saying if a uh, Man has sex with a girl, and he's two years older than her, that's crime. But if he has sex with this girl, 
and they're the same age or younger, it's okay. But let me tell you, that's uh, Satan's doctrine. But the, the Bible says that a person that has sex without marriage is a fornicator and they're going to hell. And that's what's happening. You just can't make up your own rules, Satan. You know what happened to you when you were in heaven and you tried to say that you were going to make different laws Then God and God had you thrown out of heaven with all the converts that you had. There was um, one-third of the angels in heaven that you converted. And now that you're here on earth, so sexual abuse crimes against um, clergy, the Catholic supposed to be clergy. Um, And it doesn't say the Pope says this because... Uh, the Vatican officials in charge of uh, reviewing sexual abuse cases. Okay, let's review this. Uh, should uh, we uh, prosecute uh, anal and oral sex with little children? Well, uh, it's given not to the Pope, but to the Vatican official in charge of reviewing sexual abuse claims against clergy um, worldwide. He said on Friday that the church was considering the church. They were considering changes to canon law. Oh, my God. See, the uh, the law of God never changes. If you have oral or anal sex with little children, your soul is going to rot and burn forever in hell. So uh, you uh, devils may excuse this and put, you know, like I am the head of this church, my church. I'm not going to have any official, if something like that happens to anybody in my church, if there's any uh, child abuse or any sexual abuse with little children or anybody else for that matter, I don't have to review it. I already know what the Lord says. Measure the people in the church, and if they're doing the things that are opposite of what the Lord says, throw it out. I'm not going to have any official in my church. There is, as far as I'm concerned, no other official. I'm the one that's going to be held responsible if I don't put something like that out of my church quickly. Anybody that wouldn't do that would be Satan's church. The Vatican's official. The Pope just passes the buck to another homosexual. And then they're just considering changing the canon law. The canon law says that we alone and no other. That's exactly the opposite of the, um, that's the exact opposite of the Bible. And another thing too is we know that it's the Vatican that's uh, pers- doing all the persecution of churches. And, not, you know, this place, Falk, Arkansas, where we sometimes reside, uh, everybody is pay, paying great attention to a sign that's 
right where it says Falk, Arkansas. And it says, no niggers. Well, they don't like us because I'm Jewish and we know that the uh, Vatican hates Jews. We know that very well. They're the ones that were the head of the Nazi party. They're the ones that slaughtered all the Jews. And anybody that goes to this church, that's blasphemy if you cling to the Roman canon law. So we have pictures now of that sign at Falk, Arkansas, where they have been doing a lot of lying, and like the Vatican does. I don't lie, because I know that all liars are going to hell. But it's nothing for people to open up their mouths and lie about the things, uh, anything they want. Uh, people figured they can talk, and we're Democrats, and, uh, you know, there's, we're all equal. No, you're not. The Bible doesn't say that. The Bible says your goats and your chaff to be burned. They're sheep. So the Christians that are really Christians, and there's uh, goats, and then there's wheat, those are the real Christians, and then there are chaff. There's chaff. So the mayor in Falk, Arkansas, used me as the political football to get into office. He says, if you'll vote for me, I'll run him out of town and his niggers and those Jews. Tony, what's a Jew? Uh, that's what uh, they ask. Uh, Wesley Warnick, real estate agency, he says, what, a Jew? I says, a Jew? I, let's put it this way. Jesus is a Jew, okay? And anyone that's going to go to heaven has to bow down, kneel down before this world's greatest Jew and accept him into your heart or you're not going to heaven. And there's only one other place that people are going to spend eternity and that is in hell. The lake of fire. Hell for you. So they have this sign up saying, North Falk Road, one mile. Then right behind is a very, uh, it isn't, you know, some slapshot job of a sign. It looks just about like the Falk Road, one mile government sign. It's a, a very professional-looking sign. Right behind it, it says, quote, no niggers. As I've said in many messages before, this is the headquarters for the Q Klux Klan. Now, the residents there say, we don't hate niggers. They don't mind saying the N-word, they said, that used to be, but it's not anymore. Well, then what's the sign doing up over there? And why are they trying, every one of those people over there trying to run us out of town because we have blacks there? And why, if the NAACP is of any value, why are they not doing something about it? We have a few blacks in our church. We have Jews because the Bible said the gospel is to everybody in the world. But these demons don't want that to be known. They're constantly separating people uh, 
according to their color or their nationality. This is the reason that we're being persecuted over there. Uh, because, first of all, we're preaching the gospel, which Satan hates. And number two is that we're, that I'm Jewish. You know, I have other Jews in the church, and we have some black people in our church. No niggers! These rednecks, uh, hillbilly, uh, government official, Q Klux Klan people are saying. Now what are these people in Falk going to do uh, about, looks like we're going to be having one of these uh, black people for a president of the United States. I mentioned just yesterday on tape, what are they going to do now, burn a cross on the White House lawn? Or maybe bring him out to Falk and hang him. That's what they do in Falk, you know. Or maybe they'll just get no uh, metal, uh, some kind of a metal device out there, or make a metal tree with a big branch on it, and hang him right out in the front of the White House. Because that's what a lot of the people here at Falk are all about. They're just like uh, the devil. They're just like the Vatican. They're Jew haters, and they don't like the gospel. They don't like uh, what they call niggers. So this is the reason also why Israel is having so much trouble. Being it is that the Pope is in charge, he's just causing those people nightmares over there because they hate Jews. As I said, my friend uh, who owned Cashbox Magazine, which was the Bible of the recording industry, uh, told me that because of the fact uh, that the Pope wanted to be on the national charts in his magazine, he invited him out to Italy, at, uh, and he, he had an album that he wanted a good rating on. The album, I think, had the, the Pope chanting on it or some crazy thing like that. He didn't know that my friend uh, George was Jewish. So he invited him out uh, uh, to Italy and gave him a motorcade. When he came to the Vatican, uh, the Pope was busy. And he appointed a guide to show George down in the catacombs. So when he went down there, he um, said, what are all these coffins down here? What, what, what are these coffins? And the guide said, they're our enemies. And he says, well, who are your enemies? He said, the Jews. <laughs> so George yeah, I always used a lot of profanity before I led him to the Lord. And he started using a lot of profanity on me to get me out of here, take me out to the airport. I uh, don't like you people. You know, they're haters. And they're the ones that are stirring up so much hatred in the world today. Uh, and you don't know it. 
Are you filled with strong delusions that you can't believe the truth? That all you do is believe lies? Is it true that God has sent you strong delusions? Is that what you want for yourself? So Satan disguised as an angel. To further his success, he must have a church to make it look like he's really holy. And this church will teach that Satan is God. In order to do this, he must be very careful, very deceptive so nobody catches on. He must be very secretive, like the secret order of the Jesuits, uh, the secret order of the Knights of Malta, and all the other secret uh, orders that are uh, in the Vatican. Uh, more cunning uh, must be employed than ever before. He's a liar and the father of it. Didn't you know that? Favors are returned uh, to people that will join up with them. If you want to be, uh, if you're a Catholic and you really are sold out, uh, I'll give you a favor, the Pope says, or Satan says. I'll return a favor to you. We're the Matthew, didn't you know that? Now, remember... If I'm going to take care of your problem here, that one day I may call upon you to do me a favor and I don't want you to refuse, is what they say. Now I'll let you be the President of the United States, but you must never come against me. You must never come against the Vatican or me or the Pope or any other Pope. The leaders that Satan will employ for this must be under the strictest of secrecy, under oath to obey without reservation every one of Satan's wishes. Call up, you say, Bush, uh, it's getting pretty hot for me. This Tony Alamo is pulling the sheets and blankets off of me, and people are able to see how evil I am. They can see the sores and the putrefying pus that's come out of them on me. And so I want you to arrange to have the World Trade Center bombed and let's blame it, let's divert everybody's attention to the people over in Iraq. And then you act nonchalant about it. Be, say, at a school and pretend, you know, and when the cameras are on, you look like you're just ignoring it because I want the heat on you. I want you to take the blame for this because, I mean, you owe me, man. I made you president, man. You dig? And uh, in the meantime, I want you to build a another memorial for me in Washington, D.C. Now do what you're told, or you know what's going to happen to you. The same thing that happened to uh, other presidents. 
So you obey Satan's wishes or else. The leaders employed must never discredit Satan's cult, his church. Second Thessalonians 2, 11 and 12. It's where the Lord says that he sends these people strong delusions. I want myself to look like a big man in front of my wife's soul. Satan, I'll do it. I'll do anything to make me look like a big man in this world. What good is that going to do when you're standing judgment before God? Bush, uh, why don't you confess? Are you too far gone? You're too afraid of Satan. But the Bible says, don't be afraid of Satan. It says, resist him and he'll flee from you. And that the wicked flee when no man pursueth. Second Thessalonians 2, 11 and 12 states that this delusion that God has given them because they live a lie causes them to be exceedingly bold to do all these stupid things that they're doing. Blow up the World Trade Center. Let's start trying to get the federal building in Oklahoma City first to see if that makes everybody want to go to war. Uh, we've got to get people's mind off of our murdering those people at Waco because you can see that the people in the United States have already forgotten that. And those were not big enough deals. What we need to do now is get the World Trade Center, and I've already arranged it with a lot of people, and Bush, you arranged it too. Get a lot of people together, send them to air, uh, air school, air flight information, and teach them all the need, uh, the needful things so that they, they can accomplish these two World Centers because this is the thing that the New Yorkers are more proud of than anything else. So God has turned these people over to strong delusions because they live a lie. And they believe a lie. It causes them to be exceedingly bold, uh, more uh, than ever, to fight the Almighty God, that they may be damned in hell forever. They, uh, the Bible says, shall be destroyed with the brightness of his coming. I want you devils to know this, man. It just gives me the greatest joy to rub that into your noses. Read it in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8. Read it, please. And then shall that wicked be revealed. That wicked one. That wicked one happens to be a combination of thousands, millions of people that follow the Pope, that follow Satan. Go ahead. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Amen. Now read the part where it talks about God sending strong delusions to all these people on earth that believe a lie and live a lie and follow people like the Pope. Now, the, the media is doing everything in the world now to make uh, Bush and the cute and Obama and all these, they're playing bowling and they're going to, you know, all this garbage that they're doing. They're not cute, folks. They're murdering hundreds of millions of people. 
and they'd flush your country, the United States of America, down the tubes. Go ahead, read it. Verse 9, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all okay, power... Okay, don't you believe the word? This is the word of God. It's not after the working of Satan. It's after the working of Satan. All these things that you see happening. And why do you think God is pouring out his wrath on earth right now? That isn't Mother Nature. That's God who plainly stated that he was going to do these things in the last days. Read the book of Revelation and see all the plagues uh, which have already begun that are going to be coming down on earth. Now read from the first again, that first part. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders. Verse 10, And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish. All deceivableness. You, uh, if you don't stay close to the word of God, it's so easy for Satan to deceive you. There's just one thing after the other that they're saying on the news media that they're doing in, uh, and taking your properties away, and they're allowing Wall Street to do it for you. Uh, they lie, and the bankers uh, lied to you, and they lowered the interest rates but they made them floating interest rates on your houses so that in the event uh, that they want to put you out of business and put you on the street, they just raise the interest uh, charges and you can't keep up with the payments and you're out on the street. You didn't have any credit in the first place. No problem. Come on in. I'm just making a difference if you got uh, good credit, bad credit. We don't care. No problem. Come in and sign. And millions of you are on the street right now. And you're wondering what happened to you. It's the whole Antichrist regime that stacks the deck on you. They don't like you. They don't love you. Especially if you're a Christian, they want to see you go down the tubes. And they love it. They enjoy it. Then keep reading. Because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. Verse 11. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. And he's already sent it to you people. You've received strong delusions. And now you believe a lie. And you believe a lie rather than the truth, and you're condemned to hell. And if you're delusional, how can you ever believe the truth? God knows your heart, and that's why he blinded you with delusions to think that you're going to be somebody. Oh, you're going to own a house, are you? Are you in a house now? And what about all the other things that are happening to you? God is throwing down plagues, killing tens of thousands of you Muslims and Buddhists because you're believing a lie. You people that you can't win you to the Lord for all the tea in China or all the money in the world. Then go ahead. Verse 12, that they all might be damned who believe not. Yeah, read that again, that sentence. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, 
that they all might be damned who believe not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Okay, so if you don't believe what I'm saying, which is actually God's word, and God is the only truth that is in this world, you're, you believe the lie, you, be, you have strong delusions, and you're damned. Those that fight the Lord are damned. Okay. Um, but uh, all this is not going to happen until first there is a falling away from the Lord. The falling away from the truth. All these people that you see in these churches, it looks like a worldwide revival going on. And people are just preaching around the truth. You don't hear any other preacher telling you of what's that you've had it. It's not smooth. They tell you smooth things and send loot into you. Okay. It's, so the great falling away is happening. Falling away from the truth, which is Jesus. Falling away from the truth, which is the word, which is Jesus. The Apostle Paul also stated something here for you. Jesus would not return until, quote, that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Well, I'm telling you, uh, I'm revealing to you that the son of perdition is here, the man of sin, the lawless one. That's Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3. Read it. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Okay, so I've revealed him to you, and the plagues are coming down now, and all kinds of people have every kind of disease, sickness, infirmity, and so why don't you believe that it's the end of time? Who opposes and exalts himself, above all that is called God of uh, or that is worshipped. How could you believe that this man is God when he doesn't cast those uh, child molesters out of his church immediately and he turns it over to a spokesman? Oh, you're so easily conned. And there isn't any righteous indignation in your heart. You just sit there and are silent. But the Lord requires for us to preach the gospel. And that's why you're going to hell, because you don't. You're not vocal. Every that's called a God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God. Do you know who the temple of God is? That's you. So Satan is sitting in the temple of God. That's you. As showing himself that he is God. You people are saying that uh, Satan is God. And that's why God has turned you over to a reprobate mind and has turned you over strong delusions. That's what he's done to you. And you're not bright enough to know it. You're not godly enough to know it. You don't care about the truth. You want. It seems like you love death. That's what the Lord says. All those that hate me love death. Well, the time is up right now, and so we're going to pray. Those of you that want the truth, that want God instead of Satan, then say this prayer. Say, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, 
And I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, Father God, into my heart. Wash all of my former, all of my sins, all my former sins away. Uh, You have to go and sin no more. I have to do that, Lord. Wash all the former sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. Don't fight the word of God. I will not fight your word, Father. I will believe you. I believe you, Jesus. You're the truth. Your word says that you won't turn anyone away. I've asked you to wash all my sins away, the former ones away in the precious blood that you shed for me. Therefore, I know that you have heard me. I know that you have answered me, and I know that I am saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now raise your hands up and praise and thank the Lord. And stop praising Satan. Otherwise, you have no hope. All right, uh, now, Sharon, tell our listening audience how they can receive a copy of this message, number 657, this program. State whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370, or fax to area code 479-782-7406. This is World Pastor Tony Lama saying tune in tomorrow so that you can hear more. Do you want to be deceived? No, you don't. I don't believe. I hope not. I pray not. So turn in so that you cannot be deceived so you can learn what's happening in the spiritual realm. And that, uh, you know, you have to consider all these different things. Consider uh, what will happen if you don't do what the Lord says on a continuous, daily, one day at a time basis? You have to consider it. And here I am with J.D. Sumner and the stamps to sing for you. Consideration. I have no one. I run, to which I run, only the Lord, only the Lord, whom I can turn, whom I can turn, Lord in your bless, consideration, consider me, oh Lord, consider me, I roll in high, I roll in high, the billows divide, Lord hear my plea. Lord, hear my plea. Don't pass me by. Don't pass me by. Lord, when you smile on creation, consider me. Oh, Lord, consider me. Bad winds may blow. Bad winds may blow. Bad breakers roar. Bad breakers roar. They beat on every side. Oh, one thing I know, one thing I know, and to be sure, and to be sure, in thee my soul can hide. Boom, boom, boom.
Consider me. Oh, 